to the root of gun violence in D.C. and beyond. I'm Liz Anderson. What's slowing the speed limit from 45 to 35 on part of US-1 might do to traffic. I'm Christy King. Think your power bill's high now? Why it might go up even more later this year. I'm John Doman. It's 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. The U.S. has killed a terrorist leader who picked up where Osama bin Laden left off. President Biden says Ayman al-Zawahiri was taken out in a drone attack while he was standing on the balcony of a safe house. CBS's Trinity Chavez has more. Al-Zawahiri's death at a house in downtown Kabul over the weekend comes after U.S. troops pulled out of Afghanistan last summer, ending a two-decade war. Afghanistan's Taliban government issued a statement condemning the airstrike as a clear violation of international principles and the 2020 Doha agreement that led to the withdrawal of U.S. forces. All of the terrorists who attacked the U.S. on 9-11 had now been captured or killed. Crews are searching hard-to-reach portions of eastern Kentucky for survivors of last week's flooding that's killed at least 37 people. People who've lived there for decades are still sizing up the devastation. I've never seen the force of water like what we had here. You can see all the debris. It's going to take months and months to clean all this up. Power lines are still down on the ground. Hundreds remain missing. Governor Bashir says he hopes many will be accounted for once cell phone service is fully restored. They're trying to locate the missing in Northern California, where the state's largest wildfire of the year has killed at least two people, a couple trying to escape the flames in their car. Oregon state lawmaker Dacia Graber says unpredictable weather is dangerous. A wind shift can make all the difference between being able to safely evacuate or being stuck where you are. Flames from the McKinney fire have now burned an area larger than the city of Seattle. California and Illinois have joined New York in declaring states of emergency over monkeypox to speed up response, prevention, and treatment. It comes too late for David Watson, who already contracted the virus. It is the most painful thing I've ever experienced in my 47 years on this planet. 47 percent of all 5,800 reported infections in the U.S. are in those three states. Today, Kansas becomes the first state to have abortion rights on the ballot since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Primary voters will decide on changing the state constitution to allow lawmakers to outlaw abortion. Washburn University professor Patrick Miller. If the amendment passes, we should expect the legislature to ban all or most abortions in Kansas. And that's when we start talking about, are there exceptions for rape? For the life or the health of the woman. Those will be decisions the legislature has to make. Craig Norman confirms to Fox, Live Golf offered Tiger Woods a handsome sum to play. Tiger's a needle mover, right? Of course you got to look at the best of the best. He reportedly turned down as much as $800 million. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. 7.03, Tuesday morning, the 2nd of August. Going to be a hot one, too. Hot and humid with isolated showers possible. Highs in the low 90s. Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm John Aaron. The top local stories we're following this hour. 
A half dozen people were hit by gunfire in a northeast D.C. shooting last night. One person was killed, and the city's police chief is sharing his frustration. The victim who died was one of six men shot over at the Aziz Bates property along F Street. We have no idea why the shots were fired at this point. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti. We're uh, really looking to the community at this point for information related to what happened here and why this occurred. It's the latest in a string of shootings in the district over the last few days. I'm saddened because I know of all of the investments that the city has made, yet it seems like we have people who are in our community communities who just have lost their sense of humanity and that really saddens me. Anyone with information about the shooting should contact DC police. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. That recent series of shootings was the focus of a town hall meeting at the Rise Demonstration Center last night in Southeast. Community members, leaders, mystics and wizards players joined those impacted by gun violence in D.C., all looking for collaborative and impactful solutions for survivors and their families and ways to prevent violence. This is a partnership between the Alliance for Safety and Justice and the NBA Social Justice uh, Coalition. As Watt Thomas with the Alliance for Safety and Justice, Waris Majid co-founder of Yay Me says gun violence is a symptom of another issue. Gun violence is just destroying something that you don't value. And I believe that if we value our sisters, we value our brothers, even our community, it's hard to destroy what you value. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Election 2022 on WTOP. Maryland's top Democratic officials are showing their support for the party's nominee for Governor Wes Moore. Yesterday's rally in downtown Silver Spring featured several candidates who lost to Moore in the Democratic primary, most notably Comptroller Peter Francho and former U.S. Labor Secretary Tom Perez. Former state delegate Aruna Miller said it's not about the candidates on the ballots, but the issues. Economic opportunity for all is on the ballot. Our democracy and our values Meantime, former Governor Robert Ehrlich is expected to campaign for the Republican nominee for Governor Dan Cox. Governor Larry Hogan supported Cox's opponent, Kelly Schultz, in the primary and said he will not campaign for Cox. A federal judge has dismissed a second lawsuit seeking to force members of Virginia's Republican-controlled House of Delegates to hold an unscheduled election this year. U.S. District Judge David Novak ruled that federal courts do not have the authority to order new elections for all 100 members of the State House of Delegates using newly drawn legislative maps. The ruling came in a lawsuit filed by three plaintiffs who claimed their voting strength and political representation was unconstitutionally diluted or weakened by the state's failure to complete redistricting before the elections in 2021. You may have to slow down if you take U.S. 1 south of the Beltway. The way studies, plans, reports, public comment periods, and official recommendations are progressing now, the change could be coming in early 2023. The speed limit on US-1 south of the Beltway could be slowing from 45 to 35 miles an hour nearly to Fort Belvoir. Virginia's Department of Transportation studied the speed limit and five years of data on crashes with the goal of enhancing safety and making the stretch more friendly to walkers, cyclists, and bus riders in Northern Virginia. Christy King, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the search is on for a father and son who went missing in the Potomac River. It's 7.07. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. M.K. Palmore, the director of the Office of the Chief Information Security Officer at Google Cloud, says as agencies modernize, they must keep a few things in mind.
there are three pillars that will be a component of any transformation effort, and they are cloud adoption, automation, and zero trust. Organizations need to look to adopt mature tools and services that provide some level of automation in their security environments. Great example of this is the use of SOAR playbooks in addition to or as an adjunct to your security operations features. We have a tool from our product, Simplify, that allows organizations to actually build out playbooks that create automation in terms of how to address the thousands upon thousands of uh, alerts that most organizations